Welcome to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. Thanks for tuning back in and hanging out with us this evening or this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Before we get into it, we're going to knock out the business real quick. So you can catch us at all of your social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, You can also tell us your uh, paranormal encounters. Yeah, that's it. Kyle, how can they do that? They can call us at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow or you can use your uh, voice memo app on your phones, record your story, and then email it to us, which the email is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. We also are in the works of getting together a way to actually call in and do live interviews. We tested it today. It seems to work. Not ready to uh, start using it yet, but we are close. We're just working out some kinks, so we're getting close. If you've got a good story and you want to talk about it, hit us up in an email, and uh, we'll set you up for an interview. So that'd be awesome. We also have uh, in the works, we have a woman who wants to get a hold of us and talk about Bigfoot, how she's had experiences at a property, and she also wants us to come out and possibly investigate it. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. She's heard calls, heard knocks, found uh, footprints. She has some pictures of them, uh, has actually seen the creature. So it's not too far from us. We're going to try to get it worked out to where we can go out and maybe tromp around this fall, see if we can't see or hear anything. So that's exciting. We are also planning on going to CryptidCon. Here, coming in a little bit, second week in September, I think, in Lexington. We don't have a table or anything. We're just going to go down there, hang out, see what everything's about. So, if any of you other hollow skites are down there checking it out, uh, you see us, hit us up. We'll hang out. Oh, yeah. Also, if you listen to us on um, iTunes, pop on over and leave us a five-star rating and a review, and we will shout you out. We have some new ones. From the last uh, few weeks, we're going to shout out here. We have a new five-star review from Doc Hill 2012 and one from Edge Jeremy. So thank you so much, guys, for popping on there and taking the time to write us some good little words and leaving us a five-star. So yeah, anybody we, else who does that will definitely shout you out. We appreciate it, guys, or girls. Also, if you're looking to listen to something while you're waiting for the next Hollow Sky podcast to drop, we recommend our friends in the Ladies of Strange, but... I'm not going to tell you about it. We'll let them tell you about it. Hello, friends. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Have you ever wondered if Jenny's head really did fall off when they removed the green ribbon? Or if aliens are hiding in the tales of comets waiting to take us away? Or if there's any scientific basis to the Ouija board? Well, then don't risk your search history and join us each Thursday as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. New episodes are released every Thursday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. More information about the show, including show notes and links to our social media, can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com. Keep it strange, lovelies.
So definitely take the time to check them out. Now on to our topic of the evening. Uh, For the next two episodes, me and Kyle kind of each chose a conspiracy theory to bring to the table. So this episode, I'm going to do mine. And since I'm the alternate dimension guy, it's kind of my thing. I found quite the interesting conspiracy theory while doing research. So I'm going to bring it to you guys and see what you think. So today's Hollow Sky topic, Kyle, is did the world end in 2012? Dun, dun, dun. Are we dead and not know it? Hope not, but if it is, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I was looking around for conspiracy theories, and this one just seemed to pop up. It's kind of been on, I shared a little bit of it on Facebook a while back, the last couple weeks. So I thought we'd do a show on it. So there's a guy on Twitter named Nick Hinton. Check him out if you haven't. He's big into conspiracies and all this stuff. Well, he has put together quite the uh, argument that the world actually ended in 2012. So I'm going to share with you his series of tweets and his thoughts and how it ties parallel universes, alternate realities, the Mandela effect, all this stuff into one nice little package that says we may have not made it past 2012. But we did. Well, something did. Maybe. So I'm going to start it out with his tweets. Says, I've wanted to talk about this subject for a while now. The other day I had a random urge to look into it again and read some old stuff, you know, just for fun. And ever since then I've noticed other people starting to talk about it again. But the strange part is I cannot find anything online about it anymore. Like I said, you can find people talking about it casually or joking about it, but I can't find any of the in-depth material that I had read before. This has actually been really frustrating for me because I have nothing to refresh my memory while writing this. I found a few things here and there that are helping me piece the puzzle together again, but I know that there used to be much more information out there. I can't remember the first time I heard the theory, but it's become somewhat of a meme. I did find a video of Max uh, Laughlin, child genius from YouTube, who touched on the theory, but I don't think he's the first to talk about it. Okay, so this is where we get into the meat. Did the world actually end in 2012? Well, it was a year scientists at CERN finally found the Higgs boson, the particle Stephen Hawking predicted would destroy the universe, or is it, or in his own words, cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum display. So what would happen if CERN destroyed the universe, Kyle? Would we even know? I don't feel like we would know. You don't think so? You don't no. think it would be some mass, like, catastrophic event? I, I do, but I feel like it would be so big that it would just be too fast. You know what I mean? Where we would just, just you know, it'd almost be like Thanos. Just not exist? Yeah, it'd be like Thanos making the snap. So Just, what, just boom, we're, it's done, it's over with, gone. I can see that. So maybe CERN created a black hole when they fired up this this particle accelerator. Which, to me, is totally possible. I mean, a lot of people have warned against doing this type of stuff. So with that being said, if they did create a black hole, how do we know we're not in there right now? That's a good question. One that I'm not smart enough to answer. Yeah, so if this if this particle accelerator 
fired up and created a black hole and it sucked us in. Nobody knows what happens in a black hole. I mean, there's theories that the gravity is so intense it just starts stretching things apart. But is it to the point where we wouldn't exist? Like, I mean, I know we wouldn't exist. You'd get pulled apart, but like, would we know? We just know that whatever goes into a black hole doesn't come back out. Well, it doesn't come back out on the same side. Yeah. Because isn't there theories that say that a black hole could essentially be a wormhole? Yeah. That shoot us off into a different part of the galaxy or part of the universe or a whole Damn. different dimension. What if the uh, what if the other side of a black hole is a white hole? What the hell's a white hole? Like cuz black hole nothing exca- escapes even light. What if everything escapes including light on the other side? I don't know. I don't know either. This stuff this stuff will make you think way too much. So, essentially it says that we could have gotten pulled into this black hole and not even notice it. We're just existing now in this black hole. And we just didn't notice. But maybe we did notice. Because there's people on the internet that are saying, like there's this cliche argument that nothing has felt right since 2012. You know, like it's like everything's felt almost more chaotic. I just be, because I don't like... Depends on what you're talking about as far as chaotic. Man, I got divorced in 2012, so my life's been <laughs> chaos ever since 2012, so I have okay. nothing to compare it to. Right. Um, so here's this tweet, the old cliche argument that nothing's felt right since 2012. I agree with this. Maybe it has something to do with growing up or getting older, but ever since then, it seems like the world descends more and more into chaos each day. Even time feels faster. There's some sort of calamity happening almost daily. Mass shootings stay in the headlines for just a few days, and then they're gone. Did we all die and go to hell? I don't really believe that, but some people do. Maybe we're in a similar situation to the characters in The Good Place. Um, I personally have never watched The Good Place, so I can't make a comparison with that. Me either, but what he just said does resonate how uh, like a mass shooting will happen. It's in the headlines for a couple days, and it's almost like everybody... Forgets about it. Yeah, there's some other disaster that takes its place. I mean, I, I do see from that aspect how, because even even you and me will talk about it, or me and my wife will talk about it, like the world is becoming a very scary place. Yeah, and we're, all, we're, we're getting... I know everyone uses the word desensitized constantly. Yeah. But it is almost becoming commonplace, and I just want to take the time to... Uh, let everybody know that our hearts and our minds are with the people in the uh, two mass shootings that happened this last weekend in Absolutely. El Paso and in Dayton. Um, it was just a horrible atrocity. And Absolutely. We're, we're with you guys. But not to change subjects too quickly, but the other thing that I also agree with is how time seems to move a lot faster and whereas it could definitely be us getting older because I've heard I guess you could call it a theory so when you're little time doesn't go as fast simply because you go to school and you're aiming for recess that's what you're looking forward to and that's only a couple hours away right and then you're thinking about after school which is also just a couple hours away but as you progress like you get into work you know, oh, I can't wait till I get off. Well, there's eight hours. And then the older you get, you're like, oh, man, I'm shooting for the weekend. Like, that's what I'm living for is the weekend. 
So it just seems like you're you're shooting for the that time. But I, I can I can attest that this year, I feel like this year has flown by because I feel like we should be in, you know, maybe March, not almost done with the year already. Yeah, it's crazy. And it just keeps getting faster the older I get. I yeah, like. it's crazy. Um, Back to the world ending in 2012. Nick Hinton seems to think that we live in a series of simulations. So, perhaps the universe was destroyed by CERN and our consciousness as a whole, like as a collective, a whole human consciousness was moved into the parallel universe right next door, which would essentially be almost identical, but not quite. Emphasis on almost. Okay, but you say simulation. Now, what kind of simulation are we talking about here? Are we talking about another dimension? Or are we talking about simulation simulation? Like, like computer simulation? Well, I mean, it could be either, really. But how would you collectively get everyone's consciousness to jump into that? To the simulation? Yes. What if it's just uploaded like a computer, like a like playing The Sims? You know, your your Sim characters are here, and there's a catastrophic event that destroyed the whole Sims town, but you just reboot them to another Sims town that's similar. Right, but how would your how does the conscious like my consciousness get there to begin with? You know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, yeah, I understand, and I don't really have an explanation per se, but I mean. If we're looking down this this rabbit hole, who's to say that there isn't some sort of technology that has all our consciousness already collected? Oh, I I completely You know what I mean? I would believe that. I mean, because I don't know, I've heard some crazy stuff the past this past week. Like they could just they could just plug it into a supercomputer and be like, "You know what? We fucked this one up. Let's try it over here. Let's try this one." Dude, I could precise. totally see it. Hey, Elon said it. It's more likely that we are than we aren't. Yeah, and that dude is a computer anyway, so he knows. <laughs> He's probably the one pulling the strings. Elon Musk, if you listen to us uh, and you want to do an interview, we have the capability to do that now, so hit us up. That would be awesome. I wouldn't even know what to do. He's so much smarter than me. I would just blubber like an idiot. Anyway, back to the conspiracy at hand. So if we have got bumped into a simulation almost like ours that would be the start of our mandela effect which we've had an episode on but i'll bump right back into it because i think it's gnarly so he says in fact there are people out there who are reporting small differences in this reality and the one they remember in 2012 the phenomenon is often referred to as the mandela effect here are some of the most famous me's which stands for mandela effect Bernstein, Bernstein Bears, which we covered. Some people remember Febreze with two E's, F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E, rather than Febreze, F-E-B-R-E-Z-E, which is spelled, is how it's spelled now. Some people remember Skechers, spelled S-K-E-T-C-H-E-R-S, instead of Skechers, S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S, which is the way it's spelled. We have the Looney Tunes, which we covered. J.C. Penny with one E instead of J.C. Penny with two E's. J.C.P.E.N.N.E.Y. And the list goes on and on. So if you see something that doesn't quite look or feel right, you're probably not alone in it. The name comes from Nelson Mandela, who people thought had died in the 80s in prison. 
However, he didn't actually die until 2013. So that's got people wondering on that again. The Mandela effect also gets much creepier as some people remember the Statue of Liberty being in a totally different location. That location being on Ellis Island. For some reason, I totally remember it being on Ellis Island. Like, when I think about it, I don't know if it's just because I'm sitting here reading it, or I always had those two in conjuncture with one another. See, I, I'm i on the other side of the spectrum. I, I don't remember it being either place because, honestly, I don't want to sound crude here, but honestly, whenever I was in high school and stuff, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know? I knew the Statue of Liberty existed. That was good enough for me. It was in New York. Yeah, and that that's as far as my knowledge on the thing went. Anyway, the Statue of Liberty is actually on Liberty Island. He also pulls up a painting that clearly shows the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island with no other islands nearby. Was the artist not paying attention? Did he like it better this way, or was it really on Ellis Island? That's not strange enough. If you go to Google Maps Street View, there's a specific area of Liberty Island where the Statue of Liberty is just gone. It just does, doesn't show up. It's like you can check it out, and it's just cut off. So is it just the Google Maps screwed up, or is it residue from the previous timeline? This the, is where it starts to get trippy for me. Okay, the account uploading these strange pictures goes by the username of Augusta uh, Bartholdi the designer of Lady Liberty herself. The account also sports his picture from the 1880s, and he is Google approved, interestingly enough. Dude, that's weird. (laughs) Um, He goes on to talk about this giant munitions explosion that happened right before World War I. Apparently, it's the first act of terrorism on U.S. soil, considered to be one of the largest uh, artificial non-nuclear explosions ever to occur. And he says, I wonder why I hadn't heard about this in school. I don't believe I did either. Big munitions explosion at Black Tom. 50 believed dead, 21 hurt in city hospital. Damage over $75 million. No, but uh, before you move on, check out the name of the paper. Jersey Journal. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Which we, Steve technically don't, but he's from the same area as me. And we live in a place, a town called Jerseyville. In Jersey County. In Jersey County. Dun, dun, dun. That's pretty weird. What's the word I'm looking for? Like where Synchronicities? That's it. I hate that word. <laughs> I hate that word. Anyway, regardless, apparently this explosion led to people not being let into Lady Liberty's torch, which I cannot find why, but he points it out that it is. So it's been close for over 100 years, except that there's people who remember going into the torch, right? There's there's reviews and all, all kinds of stuff. This woman says, I actually climbed to the torch. When I visited there as a teen, you could actually climb right up to the torch, which I did, of course, and look out. It was quite a thrill. It's sad that security has now taken all that kind of thing away. And, of course, I remember returning by ship and studying in Germany and seeing the statue welcoming us as we came back home. There are all sorts of these uh people remembering being in the torch here's another tweet it's actually quite beautiful i even went all the way up to the torch on the statue of liberty and saw the remains of ground zero um we went up to whitney and i daredevils years ago uh we climbed statue of liberty and hung off the torch railing uh 
climb the Statue of Liberty's torch and just on and on. And so many of these people that said they had climbed up to the torch, which you cannot do, but they remember doing. I swear I've seen pictures of uh, people at the torch. Exactly. People are even posting pictures from inside the torch. There's these pictures I found taken from the torch, but look at the user's profile pictures. Creepy, were they time travelers? I'll come back through and I'll save his pictures and his tweets and I'll post them on our uh, Facebook page for anyone that's interested. Actually, I think I already did it earlier this yeah, week. I'm so pretty sure you did. Yeah, you can go back there and check it out. That Twitter handle is Pyramid of Plutus. And this one I can't even pronounce. So it might be Time Travelers. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to skip that one. There's also a YouTube video. <clears throat> it's a collection of Facebook photos where people have tagged their location at Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island. However, the people are posing in front and staring out into nothing. It's really unsettling. There's actually nothing there. Yeah, so it's almost like they took the picture there with the statue, but when the the pictures got uploaded, the statue is non-existent, right? Yeah, like in pre-2012 timeline, the statue was there. Right. So everybody's taking pictures, tagging themselves, doing all the social media thing. Post-2012 timeline, the statue's moved. Yeah, so... Like, and... Okay, let's let's play devil's advocate here and say this really... This is, this is the truth. This really happened. If they can move uh, how many hundred feet statue and we're just barely questioning it, if they keep tweaking this timeline, like, like <sighs> where, where is the end game? You know, it's... 40 years down the road, are we going to be sitting here and being like, man, I remember the Statue of Liberty being in New York, not in California. That's weird. Or, not to cut you off, but to put a spin on it, what if it's more along the lines that, okay, so it'd be like jumping timelines, but this timeline that we entered, the statue was on uh, Ellis Island. Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized and with regular live music and events there's no in-store experience like it so just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots how awesome would that be nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots if you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. 
Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Are the one that would have been the one we came from? Yeah, right. The, the pre twenty twelve. You know, and but for these pictures per se, what if it's kind of like you know, say I go back in time and I stop myself from being born, then I don't exist in anything in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're saying like the Statue of Liberty was never built? I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying as far as these pictures are concerned. You know what I'm like? Like, I guess it would be, so in this timeline, we'll just say that it was on Ellis Island, but because they changed the timeline on us, but that means they would have gone in the past and changed the timeline, right? For it to disappear from these pictures. Unless changing it in the future changes it in the past. Oh, my Lord. You know what I mean? Like, everybody remembers Bernstein, or Bernstein Bears. But it's really Bernstein, so all they had to do was change it in the future, then it changes everything in the past. So I assume there's some type of crazy quantum theory that verifies this. Because we're remembering Bernstein from the past, from the last timeline, but this one that we're in is Bernstein. So everything we look into into the past from this this linear timeline is going to be Bernstein, but we're remembering from the one we came from, which is Bernstein. Okay, I got you, I got you. And like I was saying, you know, how much of this stuff can they tweak before we start to notice if they're moving statues? Like I said, well, maybe one day we wake up and it's off the coast of California. One day maybe we wake up and remembering, hey, do you remember that state, California? Wasn't there a state called California? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. If they could perfect this, the possibilities are endless when it comes to controlling power, money, you name it. Yeah, you control information, you control everything. Yeah. Anyway, he goes on to talk about a viral thread on 4chan posted by someone who claimed to be one of the 23 scientists responsible for creating the Mandela Effect, and he claimed that the planet was destroyed in 2012 and replaced with a simulated world. I looked around on 4chan to try to find that but I could not. So if I do end up finding that post, I'll share it with all you guys. Um, He goes on to say, however, the thing I thought was most interesting was whoever this person was described reality as being like a set of Russian dolls where there are worlds nestled within one another or like we talked about simulations within simulations. The idea of simulations within simulations or multiverse, so to speak, is not anything new. It's been a part of Eastern philosophy since about the 3rd century. A quote by Alan Watts illustrates it perfectly. Imagine a multidimensional spider web in the early morning covered with dewdrops. And every dewdrop contains the reflection of all the other dewdrops. And in each reflected dewdrop, the reflection of all the other dewdrops in that reflection. And so on for infinity. So it's kind of like one of the mirror tricks. Yeah, it's just, it's just you, you just see constant, like a hallway of, like just a never ending line of mirrors. Yeah. That sucks. Just on, just continuing. How do people forever. wrap their brains around this and understand it? I don't know, but the more I think about it, to know that people have the capability to think that way makes me feel better as a human race. Like, Perhaps if we do get ourselves into something shitty, we could probably work our way out of it. Let's hope. But maybe not. 
Anyway, uh, beside them who predicted 2012 would be the end of the world, one of those people was Terrence McKenna. He didn't necessarily believe 2012 was the end, but he predicted that there would be a reality rearranging event. He made this prediction using uh, this formula he came up with called Time Wave Zero, which supposedly mathematically decodes the King-Win sequence of the I Ching into something that graphs the fractal patterns of history. I don't even know what that means. I'm just reading it off. So if you guys want to look into that more, have at it. It's the graph. Got a, it's got a cool name. Yeah, Time Wave Zero. The graph culminates in a singularity point of infinite complexity. To better understand this concept, you imagine a roll of tape wrapped in a spiral. So like your old VHS movies, just think of that. Time goes around and around and around in smaller loops until eventually it runs out. Um, is there another meaning of end of time? Preston B. Nichols, a supposed whistleblower who wrote books detailing time travel experiments at Montauk Air Force Base. There you go, Kyle. There's your Montauk experiments, yep. bud. Which we were gonna we we're gonna do a episode in the future or the past. One of them. On that. But we'll uh, get to it. He claimed their time travel experiments could not go past twenty twelve because they could find no future beyond it. Yeah, see that's what I was remembering from our conversation. That is crazy interesting. You know, assuming this guy is valid and truthful. Imagine that for a second. Here you are, you're trying to time travel into the future, but for some reason, unknown to this guy, you cannot get past 2012 no matter what you try, no matter what formula you plug, it does not work. How absolutely shitty and terrifying would that be? It would suck because... To be one of these theorists and be like, all right, dude, we found, we figured out time travel. Heck this out. You know, like, here's 2000. We made it past that. Here's a you know, 2003 and here's this. And then you get to 2012 and you're like, Oh, psh, balls. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out why you cannot go past a certain date. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's, it's crazy because like the things that went on, the experiments that went on in Montauk, Montauk air force base, supposedly like that, it gets pretty wild in there. Yeah. And we're definitely going to visit it. So that's why I'm not, Touching on it too much, but time travel is like tip of the iceberg. Uh, according to Nichols, uh, there was a very abrupt wall at 2012 with nothing on the other side. Whether he's a crackpot or not, what I find interesting is he did this interview in 2014. It's a strange thing to say considering you already made it past that date. So that's even that even changes it even more. Right. That's even more bizarre. You know, so... It's kind of like... We figured it out. Now I'll just go ahead and tell you yeah, what was set to happen. Or everything ended and I'm just okay with being a simulation, so here you go. Hmm, Touche. Um, Stranger Things and the eternal, sun, or e- eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mine are actually both loosely based on experiments from Montauk Island. So if you enjoy your Stranger Things or if you've seen that movie, keep in mind uh, Montauk experiments. That's kind of dope started those in motion there's a theory floating around that we've reached the end of history the end of history is a philosophical idea that has been talked about by such notable figures as Hegel, Marx and most recently uh, Francis Fukuyama at the end of history events still happen but humanity has reached the end of its socio-cultural evolution 
This theory has nothing to do with time travel or simulations, but rather just the stagnation of human process. Which kind of, I mean, if you think about it, it kind of hits pretty close to home. You know, with all the atrocities that are going on. Yeah. Like, everybody is so tied into social media. They live through their phones. It's, I mean, it kind of is a stagnation, you know, of, of being what it is to be human. Yeah. It's, man. You do feel that's like. That's pretty deep. You do feel like a lot of people's core values are stripped from them as individuals in yeah. today's world. Like everything, everything revolves around social media status. and Except for me. Except for Kyle. No, I don't, I don't do that stuff. And Sarah's dad, he ain't even got a phone. My dude. I wish I could get rid of my phone. I do too sometimes. If I didn't have kids, I probably would. If I didn't have to have it for my job, I probably would. <laughs> Okay, continuing on with Mr. Hinton's post. Uh, I find it fitting that people think this is happening. It kind of fits the dreamlike purgatory theme. This theory I find most when trying to research the topping of the world already have it ended. I didn't think about that. Maybe we're in a, in a purgatory dream. You know, we're just, everything ended, but we're just stuck where we left off. You know, like, our consciousness is still firing, but physically we're just not there. Yeah, which... Would be strange. Really strange. If you look into dimension, like, dimensionality, that's probably not a word, but... So, like, the fourth dimension and beyond linear time, like, a starting point, there's an ending point. People could say that the universe actually already ended. The moment it began, the end was already set in stone. Right. So... That's pretty crazy. Perhaps the universe is in a constant cycle of expanding and contracting. The Big Bang and the Big Crunch, for example, is happening over and over and over and over. And our souls are just taking the ride on the Ferris wheel. That's, I don't know, that's, that's, because not, this opens the door to so many other questions that it's unreal. You know, especially when they use the phrasing, our souls, even our consciousness, the fact that it and it wouldn't end, you know, we as people, I guess the people side of us would end, but our consciousness would always exist and just keep existing. So that's almost like a simulation in itself. That's yeah. kind of like the downloaded data is will be our our souls, quote unquote. Yeah, or or it leads credence to religion. Yeah. That would open a whole another Pandora's box. Absolutely, you know, because then you then you almost you have to acknowledge a lot of different things. So that's Mister Hinton's take on the universe ending in twenty twelve. Let us know what you guys think. What do you think, Kyle? You think we're still here? I think it's possible that it could have ended, because I do find it ironic that that the same time when the world was set to end is also relatively the beginning to the Mandela effect which is is bizarre it's kind of a interesting consequence or not consequence but it's like a coincidence yeah. consequence <laughs> it's late like a 
a resurfacing just it's coming to the surface to rear its ugly head the truth yeah and just everything that lines up like like the mandela effect if it's real i know it could be just like a like a combined combined false remembering you know what i mean like like you start seeing it on the internet and you're like man maybe i did think of it that way yeah but what about let's say you've never heard about it and i'm like hey dude you remember uh back in the day when we would play monopoly and the monopoly dude had a monocle and you're like well yeah i totally remember that and it's like well no you don't because that he doesn't have a a monocle check it out yeah but you're still kind of sort of feeding that image you know you know what i mean like if you you, you went about it and you were like hey do you remember that story book we all used to read and had the family bears what was it called then if he said the bernstein bears you'd be like oh shit right i mean same same concepts i'm trying to get across here is that you could go up to somebody and whether depending on how you phrase it they could answer the way that you would i guess in your mind want them to answer to prove your point yeah you know i i don't find that as for me personally i don't find it as a giant misconception of everyone yeah i almost feel strange for me yeah i almost feel like it would be more odd that everyone remembered wrong than for it to have been changed you know what i mean yeah for sure especially for people that you haven't even talked to or you know some people don't even know about the mandela effect period but you could ask them these questions and they could still answer the way that you anticipate them to yeah absolutely so it's it's just it's mind-boggling to say the least yeah it's just the more you dig into it the crazier it is and it's just like the you try to wrap your brain around the fact that we might not be existing right now or we're existing in a black hole or we're existing in an alternate universe and it's just it makes i don't know what i'm even trying to say it's crazy the jumping of timelines makes more sense to me for this scenario than a simulation because i still don't understand unless like you said there's a piece of technology that is out there that's already somehow downloaded our consciousness i don't I, i don't understand how our consciousness could be put into a simulation without you know uh up choosing to upload it essentially to some some device you know what i mean yeah 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 that would be that would be terrible just to be uh a computer game so to speak but then again there's technology out there like uh the gorgon stare which is freaking crazy i don't even know what that is yeah we're going to get into it on a later episode, but essentially it's technology that's been around for a minute and like your, your iPhone is 12 megapixels or whatever, right? Well, this camera that got invented is 1.2 billion megapixels. What? Yeah. And it watches complete cities, you know, all at once. It records everything. And... I mean, if that knowledge, if that's open knowledge you can find, think about the shit that they have that we don't know about. I got the stuff you. stuff that hasn't broken to the internet. Okay, I got you. Now, for anybody 
who is a listener and doesn't listen to Joe Rogan, you should probably tune into him. Because the other day, he had a CIA guy on. His name's Mike Baker. Don't honestly believe it's his real name, but we'll run with it. Anyways, Joe specifically asked him a question. Have you ever... Because, like I said, the dude worked for the CIA. He's like, have you ever saw technology that just made you go, holy shit? Because... I have people bring it up to me, and this is from Joe's perspective. I have people ask me, you know, or you, you'll hear the comments. You know, if we're, the public is 20 years behind what the military has, and et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure everybody's heard somebody say that down the line. He Joe said that to the CIA guy, and that CIA guy, CIA guy goes, oh, yeah, it's totally true. Like, they're, he's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe the the equipment and everything that the CIA and the government have you just you wouldn't believe it and a lot of it he can't talk about obviously but he's like I will sit here and say that there is technology that exists today that seems like it should be from the future that's horrifying I mean because Joe made that post about the the biometric scan you know it can tell someone by their heartbeat it'll monitor their heartbeat and they'll know who it is and the dude's like yeah that's so crazy it'd see mine they're like that's probably about 12 beats a minute that's gotta be Steve (laughs) (laughs) but you know not to get too far off the subject but there it it is possible that maybe somehow they've duped us all into doing this or they duped us in the past to do this and we are furthering the simulation damn maybe all these little maybe all these little like because that one guy uh, from 4chan said he created the Mandela effect maybe they're creating this to take our minds away from focusing on like the actual switch you know because everyone's like oh man I remember this being this way and this being that way let's talk on the computer about it let's post all of our stuff about it when in all reality we should be looking at like, oh, this specific date, everything changed. Does that make sense? Like, it's kind of like a, like it a does. deterrent. Like, like I totally get where you're, what you're saying, but for me personally, I don't like if you were to take ask me about 2012 and a specific day that a switch happened, I could not pick that day for you. Not oh, dude, me either. You I know what even, I mean? I don't even remember 2012. Exactly. All I know is that we did not, well, I say this <laughs> with such confidence. I'm like, we did not die when the Mayan calendar ended. But then again, maybe we did. So who the hell knows? I say it's totally possible. I mean, I, that's another one that's odd, the Mayan calendar. Why did it end at 2012? We, I'm sure there's a million theories on it. And the fact that we don't know anything about death doesn't help our argument. You You're know? absolutely right. What we don't know anything about death, just that we spend all our time and all of our money and just exhaust ourselves trying to postpone it and that nobody ever comes back. That is a guarantee. But there are a lot of people in a lot of religions that believe that our consciousness, our soul, 
whatever you want to call it, never dies. That we are essentially entered energy and that never dissipates. That gets uploaded into a new simulation? 100% possible. Like I said, maybe maybe you and me are just the the furthering of the simulation. You know what I mean? Like it could have been a long time ago. It could have been in the quote unquote ancient times where they, that's when the simulation, simulation started. They just found a way to like collect our energy and put them into, I mean, if, if you, if you go down that path where we are just collections of energy, Mm Mm-hmm pretty much all types of energy can be contained. It's true. Be harnessed and be used. So, I mean, what there I don't know why the soul, quote unquote a soul would be any uh any different. Why it would be the exception. No, I mean, I'm totally with you. I think anything's possible in this. You know, but what I was saying is about the simulation just so everybody understands is like imagine 30 people lived on the planet. And they were a superior race. They had everything figured out. But some dude was like, hey, let's upload our consciousness into this simulation and start a simulation. Well, let's say those 30 people died off, but the simulation continues. And you and me are byproducts of that simulation where, you know, people still have kids in the simulation and we're just a part of that simulation. We're just riding the train. You know what I mean? Just going on with it itself. Exactly. I guess you would say the simulation within the simulation, so on and so forth. Yeah, like he's kind of like he said, simulation within a simulation. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. Within a universe, but dude, anything is possible <laughs> in this. Like I said, the big, the big lines for me are with the recap of this episode is the time travel from the Montauk experiments, how they could not get past twenty twelve. Yeah, that's Which, effed. Then you have the tie-in with the Mayan calendar ending in 2012, the theory of CERN destroying us in 2012, and what was the last one I'm going for here? I'm trying to think. I can't remember now. I get too far ahead in my brain. But anyways, there's a bunch of stuff that it just catches you. You know, there's a lot of just craziness in this episode. Yeah, and we could, there's so many other paths that we could go down. I just kind of wanted to focus on uh, Nick Hinton and his theory because we could get into CERN, and that's another episode in itself, some of the shit that they're doing. Yeah, boy. And, like, we always tend to go down the alternate universe path, which once my brain starts going that way, I can't shut that off. So we were just going to keep it, try to keep it locked into that the, the theory that Nick Hinton put out, so... If you guys are interested in that or if you have anything to add to it if you feel the same way if you feel different since 2012 if you can remember 2012 and things are strange now hit us up email us post us on the socials let us know what you think whenever this drops monday i'm gonna try to go back and share some of the pictures and the youtube videos about the statue of liberty that way everybody can get a check on that and that's pretty much it we might be dead we might not be dead we might be a simulation. We might not be a simulation. Either way, we're here. Yeah, we might be living in a black hole, but we're sharing it with all you guys. Yeah, so we're doing all right. It's cool. So if you want, check us out on all our social medias. You know the drill. And until we meet again, let's get weird.